Welcome, my boy. Welcome, everybody, to our weekly halacha podcast. We try to talk about interesting halacha tidbits and ideas and meanings behind different customs that we may not be familiar with. This week, we're going to start talking about the mitzvah of Havdalah. At the conclusion of Shabbos, we take a cup of wine, spices, and a candle, and we make a special bracha on them. Now, the Rambam tells us that the mitzvah of Dola is pretty much the same thing as Kiddush. One's at the beginning of Shabbos, one's at the end of Shabbos. Kiddush sanctifies the day, means it separates it from the rest of the week, and Avdola, again, brings us back into the rest of the week. It's a separation also coming from Shabbos into the mundane of the rest of the week. According to the Rambam, actually, Havdalah may be a Torah obligation. It's not clear, again, if everybody else agrees with the other. Other Rishonim agree with that very point. Again, the Havdalah is also said on a cup of wine, just like the Kiddush is said on a cup of wine. And all the halachas that, are, that apply to the Kiddush equally apply to the Havdalah too. In other words, a person has to hold the cup in the same manner that he holds the Kiddush cup. Generally speaking, the Havdalah cup is held in the right hand and the spices are held in the left hand. Um, some authorities say that it may not be necessary to hold the spices when reciting the wine, the brach on the wine. Others have the, others have the custom to hold the spices in their hand even when making the initial part of the Havdalah. When after saying the bari piyagafen on the wine, the brach on the wine, you transfer the cup to the left hand and then you take the spices in your right hand and make the brach on the spices. The reason for that is because when you make a brach on something, it should be held in your right hand, which is the more which is the more prominent hand. If we switch hands and make the put the cup in the left hand and hold the spices in the right hand. After that, while the cup is still in the left hand, we make a brach on the fire, and there too again a person takes the right hand and bends his fingers to see the fingernails, so to say, in the light of the candle. Now there are several reasons offered for this. We'll talk about each of these different, each of the customs. The idea of the Abdullah candle, first of all, the Abdullah candle usually has at least two wicks in it. That way, it's unique, different than the than the Shabbos candles, other candles. It should be like it's referred to as a torch, actually. The reason for that is because in the bracha that we say on the on the Abdullah candle, we say Ha'esh. Blessed is God who created the fires, the lights of the fire. So since it says in the plural, it makes sense to have something with two different fires on it. So therefore, that's the idea of the candle having at least two wicks, two or more wicks. The Midrash tells us that although everything was created during the course of the six days of creation, and the Shabbos, God created the seventh day, rest, but fire did not yet come to the world until after Shabbos. Now, the idea of fire certainly existed. Matter of fact, Rashi tells us that the word Shamayim, the heavens that were created in the first day, is actually a combination, a contraction of two words, Esh and Mayim, fire and water. So fire certainly existed, but it did not, was not brought down to the world until after Shabbos when Adam was sent out of the Garden of Eden for having sinned. Adam's sin took place on Friday before Shabbos began. God didn't throw him out of Gan Eden, however, until after Shabbos. When Adam left Gan Eden, he found it pitch dark. That was the first time he ever seen darkness because in Gan Eden it was always light. So God planted the idea in Adam's head to take two sticks and rub them together and thereby through the combustion create the friction, created combustion of energy, created fire. So commemorating that initial fire that Adam made in the first Motzi Shabbos, we light a candle also. We let the fire every Motzi Shabbos as a reminder of that. 
That's the reason, incidentally, that when we make Havdalah after, after Yom Tif is over, we don't make the bracha on the candle because it only marks the anniversary of the fire, which is Motzi Shabbos, after Shabbos, not after Yom Tif. Now, there is an exception. After Yom Kippur, we do light the candle also, but that's for a different reason. That's because over the course of Yom Kippur, we're not allowed to use a fire at all. On Shabbos, also, we can't use a fire, but on Yom Tif, you're allowed to use a fire. So that since you couldn't use the fire over Yom Kippur, after Yom Kippur, when we're able to use the fire again, we take a candle, and it has to be right over there, a Ner Shavas, a candle that was actually burning over Yom Kippur, and we make the brach on it after afterwards. The source of the custom to look at our fingernails is because some commentaries say that when you make the brach on the fire, you want to derive some kind of benefit from the fire, from the flame. The way you do that is we take a look at our fingers where we see where the nail begins and the finger, or the finger ends and the nail begins. So we can see that distinction over there, that benefiting from the fire, so to say, to be able to see with clarity our, our hands. There's something unique also about the idea of the fingernail. The rabbis tell us that when God first created a human being, he was covered with a protective covering, such as a fingernail type of material, over his entire body. It was only after the sin when Hashem chased him out of Gan Eden that that protective covering was removed from the entire body except for the toenails and the fingernails. The fingertips and the toe tips are the only place where that nail type of material remained. Therefore, on Motzi Shabbos, when we make the brach on the candle, we look at our fingernails, reminding us of the sin of Adam and Chava at the sin the, by the time of Gan Eden and how when they left, they only had the, that protective skin, that protective little material of, of nail on, on their fingertips, not in the rest of the body. Interestingly enough, there's a difference of opinion whether the bracha we make on fire is a birchas nani, a bracha of pleasure, same type of bracha we make before eating, or it's a birchas, or if it's perhaps a birchas of hadoa, birchas of bracha of pleasure, a bracha of thanksgiving and appreciation to God, such as the brachas we make in the morning. We thank Hashem for opening our eyes, we thank Hashem for dressing us clothing, etc. The difference is as follows. If it's a bracha nani, a bracha before pleasure, you make the bracha before you look at your fingers. On the other hand, if it's brachas haldah, the brachas haldah of thanksgiving and, and appreciation, those are only made after we enjoy something. We see, for example, thunder or lightning, make the bracha shakachal gvurasam maliolam, or osem maseberashis. Those are brachas on, on, on appreciation of Hashem, praise. So that would only be said after we, we look at our fingernails. Again, there are different customs both ways. There is no right and wrong, different opinions of how that works exactly. But that is the halacha regarding the regarding looking at the fingernail still. Now, regarding the idea of the spices, the reason why we, we make the boring meter basamim and smell the spices, there's several reasons for this also. On the over the course of Shabbos, the Talmud tells us that we're given on the Shamu Yisera an additional soul. This is a separate a separate soul aside from the regular mundane soul a special soul which is given to the person over Shabbos to be able to enjoy all the pleasures, both physical and spiritual pleasures of Shabbos. When Shabbos is over, this neshamu yisera, this additional soul, takes leave of a person. Because of that, in order to be, because it takes leave, we have to be comforted, so to say, with the departure of this soul. So the spices are served, served to bring some sense of comfort, some sense of consolation. The reason why we specifically chose, why the rabbis chose smelling spices as a source of comfort, 
It's an interesting idea too. When Adam and Eve, when Adam and Chava ate from the fruit, the Torah tells us that in some ways they contaminated four of their five senses. It says Chava first saw the fruit, how delectable and luscious it looked. She took the fruit, she ate the fruit, and she gave it to Adam and told him to eat from it, and he listened to her. So therefore they contaminated their ears by listening to Chava, the touch by touching the fruit, the eyes by looking at the fruit, and the mouth by tasting the fruit. The only one of the of senses that was not contaminated was a sense of smell. The Torah doesn't say anything about smell of the fruit. So because of that, we make the brocha on spices after Shabbos, marking the, the lone sense that was not contaminated at that time with the sin of Adam and Chava. Therefore, that's the, that they specifically chose the pleasure of, of fragrance as a means of comforting us upon the departure of the, of the special soul that's given to the person over Shabbos. Have a great week, everybody.